Welcome back to another episode of the Dynamic Leaders podcast on the Talent 409 Network. That's right, folks. We rebranded again. That's how I do it. It's my business. Got to let it go. At Talent 409, we help high school and collegiate student athletes discover their talent altitude through workshops and seminars while increasing their opportunities for success on and off the field. Talent altitude is the idea that player development is more than just physical. Learning traits and qualities related to leadership development will help you in competition on and off the field and also prepare you for life after sports. In addition to student athletes, we work with coaches and administrators, again at the high school and collegiate level to enhance their education on how they can positively impact the performance of their teams and programs. If you are a high school or collegiate level student athlete, coach or administrator, and you'd like a free 30-minute consultation, get in touch with me and we will sync up. This podcast episode is brought to you by Taylor Digital. Taylor Digital is a virtual design company that helps solopreneurs get established online with a cohesive image so they can feel more confident in their business. Taylor Digital offers branding, social media design, and Squarespace website design. Go to tailoreddigital.com today to set up your free consultation. Again, check her out. She did my logo. She did my redesign. She's great. You won't be disappointed. This podcast is available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you have time, please take a minute and give it a five-star rating and review. Tell me what you like and what you don't like. If there's anything you don't like about the show, this helps me grow and make sure the content I'm providing you is of the maximum value. Today's guest on the show is Jared Barnes. Jared is a former student athlete college football player at the University of Louisville and later as a graduate transfer at The Ohio State University. Jared is also the founder and lead talent developer of Prime U, which is located right here in my backyard of Charlotte, North Carolina. Prime U takes an innovative approach to the development of human potential. They work with nonprofit organizations, corporations, and educational institutions to provide professional development workshops designed to increase employee engagement, well-being, retention, and performance. This is a great conversation. Jared is an awesome person. Really lucky to have him on board. So sit back, relax, enjoy the show. But first, it's boss time. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. Today, I've got Jared Barnes on with me. Jared, welcome to the show. Colin, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, no, not a problem. I, I really appreciate you taking some time here today. It's been really great. Uh, for those of you uh, who don't know, uh, I met Jared when I got down here to the Charlotte area a couple months ago, and he's been really great about uh, just being uh, an influencer for me and in, in my personal and professional aspirations. You know, we've grabbed coffee, we've chatted and things like that. And Jared's doing a lot of really great things. So I'm going to 
stop talking and let him walk us through, uh, Jared, uh, his journey with athletics into where uh, you are right now. If you want to start and walk us through that, that would be great. Awesome. Thanks, Colin. Uh, yeah, athletics has been a huge, huge part of my life. And obviously, we'll dive into it more today. But kind of the uh, the elevator pitch of my experience um, in athletics started with the game of football when I was six years old. I uh, fell in love with the game. I actually started playing football because my mom uh, believed I was overweight and she wanted to keep me <laughs> wanted to keep me in shape. So she signed me up for a, a little league team in, in Columbus, Ohio, where wow. I was born and raised. Um, and, and yeah, man, just just really started to 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 love it. Uh, I, I struggled with uh, my identity from a, a young age. I'm of mixed race, so my mother was white and my father was black, and I just I wasn't sure who I was supposed to be. But I knew when I stepped on that field, I knew uh, who I who I could be. Uh, so I kind of used it as my outlet, and in turn, man, it just it it, it drove me to I think uh, pursue uh, a passion that, that I didn't even realize. Um, I had in me, you know, and go on and, and do things that I didn't realize I could go do. Um, so I had a chance to actually uh, go play Division One football at the University of Louisville. Uh, I wish I was a five star recruit, uh, but it wasn't it didn't turn out that way. And quite honestly, man, I'm glad it wasn't. I actually started as a walk on. Uh, so I, I tried out for the team, man. Uh, I was pretty much a, a human tackling dummy for, for my entire first year, my red shirt year. Uh, but after that, man, I just I kept showing up. Uh, kept kept pushing through, kept preparing uh, as if I was a starter, even though I wasn't even close to it at the time. Uh, but man, my redshirt freshman year uh, at Louisville, I actually became a, a starter on special teams and got some playing time on defense. And um, the following year, my redshirt sophomore year, uh, was named the starter at safety. So it was a, it was an incredible experience, man. But uh, it also uh, what college uh, sports did is exposed me to just a different perspective. And, and so I knew um, even though I love football, I wanted to get an education and not necessarily just a degree, but an education. And um, through that, man, I ended up graduating early uh, from the University of Louisville. I graduated in three years and so became a graduate transfer to Ohio State and played my last two years of eligibility at Ohio State. Uh, and that was just a, an incredible experience, man. Could hardly even put it to words what, what that experience meant to me, uh, being a kid from Columbus, Ohio, going back home and playing for the hometown team was, was part of it, but also, <clears throat> excuse me, being exposed to just at such a high level, you know, we talk about dynamic leadership, just being exposed to such a high level of that, um, and it really put me in position to, uh, in, into doing what I do today, uh, where now, uh, fast forward, you know, four or five years after my uh, sports experience, now uh, run a leadership training company called Prime U, uh, based here in Charlotte, and, and that's how we uh, connected, man. So that is the the elevator pitch uh, of my <laughs> athletic journey, right there. That's a great, great story, uh, great journey, and you've really grown. You know, I think from your early days when you said you were struggling with some of that identity. I don't want to say a crisis uh, per se at that age, but I think for a lot of us, sports really do give us that sense of identity and it carries us through. And in your case, it got you through college. You got to, you know, got the opportunity to play first at Louisville and then at Ohio State. But for a lot of us, once we're done playing sports, then we find ourselves in that weird, awkward position again, where we say, what is our identity? You know, I, I'm not on the football field anymore. What 
what can I contribute to society? Can you talk to us a little bit about how maybe you used uh, your identity and the things that you learned in the past to help you transition to what you're doing right now? Or if maybe you did run into some challenges and issues when you were finishing up with football and trying to identify those next steps in your career? Great question, man. Uh, yeah, I ran into a lot of challenges, honestly. Um, a lot a lot of challenges I didn't necessarily even foresee. You know, it's, it's one thing to be a talented athlete. And I think sometimes uh, when you're successful, you're just so used to being successful. You know, when you're, you're used to winning, you're used to um, getting things right, doing things right. To where uh, when I transitioned, man, uh, my transition wasn't necessarily uh, a fairy tale journey. Um, after uh, my eligibility was up, I decided to pursue the NFL, uh, trained uh, uh, back at, at Ohio State for my pro day and just opportunities to uh, perform in front of scouts. And at the same time, I actually started my coaching career. So I was coaching and training for the NFL at the same time. I was a uh, intern uh, coach for the with the defensive backs for Ohio State and, and would coach in the morning, train late at night. Um, and so I was kind of on this uh I don't even know how to say it, but like this underdog uh, journey of like Rudy, uh, whoever, what you, whatever you want to call it. It was just the underdog journey, man. And um, it was, I firmly believed in my head because I was doing things right, you know, giving everything I got. Um, it was going to work out. I had gotten some, um, had some conversations with NFL scouts, met with several teams throughout the process. So it wasn't like this blind uh, faith thing. Uh, there was definitely some, some evidence of some fruit there. Um, so I really believed I was going to get that opportunity. Um, and so after the draft came and went, um, I was really kind of just uh, distraught and confused um, about what my next steps were going to be. You know, I had a chance to um, go to rookie minicamp, but I ended up not working out and just, was tough, man. Uh, and, and, and so I felt very incompetent, felt very like I didn't have any value to add to the world. And so the biggest thing I can tell, you know, listeners to, to anyone who's in transition or has gone through that transition and still, you know, looking for that, that thing is to just try new things, man. Uh, I, I really, uh, I look back now that phase, uh, that in between phase, I call it of, you know, whether it was four to six months of, I was just trying new things at the time it was coaching, um, really started to get into the writing and blogging, um, even doing a little bit of, um, video production just on the side, just trying things out, trying new things, discovering, uh, the, the creative, uh, creativity inside of me, uh, really helped me, uh, just give some, some perspective and hope to everything that I was going through. Uh, cause I, yeah, I was just experiencing a lot of loss at that time. Um, so I think to see myself in a different light, I had to take that step of trying new things and getting outside of that, that comfort zone uh, to where I was just feeling stuck. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. I love yeah. that. Get, yeah. get outside that comfort zone and yep. amazing things will happen. Uh, I, we're proof of that. So one of the other really great things that I thought you mentioned was through your journey, identifying that education was important, but not just not just getting a degree uh, in there and there was something more to this and I've actually had this same conversation before or a similar conversation before with Evan Royster who is Penn State's all-time yeah. uh, leading rusher so shout out to Evan if you're listening to this but he talked to me before about this same thing and and he brought it up and said he wishes he got a little bit of a different education in the sense that he was a little bit more 
uh, real world ready when he got out of school and he actually played, you know, in the NFL as well, um, as you know. And he just said, you know, it was one of those things where, you know, a lot of the, a lot of the kids that come into these programs, they just don't have the time or they don't have the ability to even know that they're not really being set up for success afterwards. And you, you, you get told that you are, and, and that's part of recruiting and being part of you know huge football programs and things like that. But I'm, I guess I'm just curious to know a little more about what that means to you as far as getting an education. It doesn't just mean a degree. So what, what does it actually mean to you? Yeah, man, I think education is all about, <clears throat> excuse me, all about how you can add value to the world. In, in figuring out um, a way where you can study something uh, to position yourself uh, to add value in a role, man. I think it's all about increasing your value, increasing your knowledge base, increasing uh, your ability to, to help people. Uh, where, you know, you think about undergrad, it's more like you memorize information and then you spit it back to the professor. I don't really think that's, you know, education. To me, that's more of just memorization or, you know, doing what you're supposed to do. I think that's just good in, you know, self-discipline, showing up on time, all that kind of stuff. But really, man, education is is where you kind of discover your own thought process, develop your own, you know, decision-making style, develop your own leadership style. That, to me, is true education. Uh, to where I mentioned, you know, trying new things. In college, that was the, the number one place where um, I just try new things, man, whether it was like being part of an entrepreneurship club, whether it's public speaking, uh, being involved in the community, uh, learning about uh, different cultures, diversity, and inclusion. I took several study abroad trips. So like being educated doesn't necessarily, like I said, mean a degree. It means what comes about because of the degree. To me, that's that's the true education, man. When I'm, I'm connected with college students, I say by the time you graduate your senior year, you should know. You should either know something that nobody else knows or be able to do something at a level that very few people can do, you know, or else you kind of, in a sense, got scammed from your, your own education. And I know that sounds like very brash and harsh and probably somewhat like Gary Vaynerchuk or something like that. But I just I'm such a firm believer in that because it, it, it's just, man, it can be a tough world if, if you don't have like a value proposition to yourself. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I love uh, what you become because of the, the degree. It's it, that's that that should be your slogan. I, I feel like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Can you tell us a little bit about the influencers who have shaped you? you know, whether it's uh, family members or coaches that you've had, do you have one to two influencers that have really helped uh, make you the person that you are today? Man, I could the list of if I ever shared all of them, we'd be on this podcast for two hours because <laughs> uh, there's been so many people who poured into me. Uh, I think it's so unique, man. And, and just this age of social media and mm-hmm. branding that it seems like everyone is their own thought leader. Uh, where, man, I just I actually spent a, a good amount of time this past weekend sending thank you notes back to coaches and other people who have poured into me, letting them know how I'm doing and, and how because what they had either done for me or said to me, how it impacted me and is now helping other people. Um, so, man, just a couple of those people. The first one, um, I could go on a, a list of coaches, but I, I kind of want to take a different route, man, and just some unique people in my life. Uh, one of them being uh, Martin Jarman. 
Martin is now the athletic director at Boston College University, or excuse me, just Boston College. I don't know why I said university, uh, <laughs> Boston College. And um, he was actually at uh, Ohio State uh, while I was an athlete there. Um, and, and we just formed a really good relationship. Um, I was actually an intern on the, the same floor as his office. So I would poke my head in periodically and just, just uh, connect with him, introduce myself, ask him questions. Uh, but we've stayed in touch, man, over the past two, almost two, three years. And, uh, you know, if I, if I text him, he texts back, uh, you know, just small things like that uh, are incredibly influential uh, just because we're all we're all busy. Uh, but, but how we prioritize things. And that's just an individual who taught me how to prioritize other people and how to prioritize what matters most, if that makes sense. Yes. Um, so, man, he was just he was just uh, huge. And another guy real similar to him is uh, Darren Roberts. He uh, is actually the founding director of the Center for Sports Leadership and Innovation at the University of Texas. Uh, Darren and I met while I was actually an athlete at Louisville. Uh, I was just a hungry young kid. I was 19 years old at the time. And I had this big dream of, um, you know, helping people on a large scale and helping athletes uh, develop their careers and and, and professionally um, and become well-rounded. And he just listened. You know, I, I think, man, I think that's sometimes a lost art in our society of, of listening. Um, so Darren, uh, you know, for him to take time to listen to me at 19, uh, and now we still have a relationship today. I sent him a text the other day and he texted right back. Uh, it, it's those, those are the things that mean a lot to me. Uh, and, and so those two, uh, men who poured into me, uh, man, it just, the, their influence, whether it was just a, a small interaction has gone just such a long way to shape my perspective. Yeah. And that's really great because, I think you accurately portray what an actual relationship is where you met these people when you were younger, didn't really have, it's not like you went to them and were like, Hey, can you give me something? Or can you help me with something? You were just like you said, hungry. And then you couldn't even have predicted what your life was going to be like, you know, six, seven, (laughs) eight years down the road. And now you're getting together for different things related to your business and staying in touch and, and everything. So that's really cool to see that, you were able to really take the relationship aspect of the influencers and and build and nurture that relationship. And it's paid off. Man, in a huge way, in a huge way. And it's just what what I've learned just about relationships is, you know, we mentioned about adding value in in education. Um, A lot of that, you know, education is on how to interact with other people Mm -hmm. and how to um, give without expectation and how to add to people, um, you know, before asking them for something. If that, that, that makes sense. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I love yeah. that. Yeah. You should never go into a situation with anybody just looking to get something out of it. That's the yeah. wrong way to approach things. You do something really interesting and you mentioned it as far as the thank you notes go. And for yeah. those that don't know, you actually hand write your notes to uh, the different people that you work with or just if you meet someone along the way, what made you start doing that? Because I think that's a lost start, getting that handwritten note from somebody. It is, man. Uh, one of the best things that, that football ever taught me uh, is just it's all in the details. Okay. It's all in the details, man, whether it's I'm playing uh, corner and I know it's third down and seven and I know their top route is the backside dig coming at 15 to 12 yards. Right, uh, right past the, the first down marker, uh, and I know my leverage should be at a certain certain. I should be inside leverage, protecting that inside. I know I have the safety helping me. So it's just like it's little, little things like that, all in the details. 
uh, towards the same thing just in life with, with, with people and the same thing in business um, and understanding processes and understanding, again, what matters the most uh, and, and having that, that long-term perspective where I just, I learned at a young age, man, like even, even, uh, when we, when we connected, you know, asking, you know, Hey, is there anything, you know, you, you, you'd like, uh, would you like some coffee when we meet? Just trying to always, uh, be in the details, man, of, of setting yourself apart. Uh, cause that's a reflection of, of who you are, a reflection of those who have poured into you. So out of just almost honor from all those who have poured into me, you know, being around those, you know, those great individuals, I feel it's like my duty to uh, live that out uh, of how they poured into me, how they treated me. And so it just, it was a full circle moment, man, when I had a young student write me uh, a thank you letter and, and I received it in the mail. It was just e- even more uh, motivating because I know how many times I have done that for other people. Um, so I think just to see the influence um, in action and it, it would come back to me. You know, it was less about the note and more about the act. Uh, I couldn't even remember what it said in the note, but just the fact that you, you got a note and how it made me feel. Um, I just really try to empathize with people, man. Um, that's probably the second thing that football taught me is empathy. Um, and that's probably like a weird thing. Like how did football teach you empathy? It's like such a gritty <laughs> and, and hard game. But but man, uh, anytime you lose and you're, you're sitting next to somebody who, who busted his butt um, just as hard as you did and both you guys lost. It's just like that empathy of like, man, we both went through something. Uh, we're both here together in this dark place. Like, let's figure out a way to get through this. Um, so I think empathizing with, with people in, in their day to day lives and, and what a note would mean to me. I figured it'd be the least I could do to send that to them. So I know it's long with an answer, man. But, but those two things are just huge in my life. Yeah. And it's got to be really powerful. I mean, if you felt it getting a handwritten note from a student, when you send it to your people, I mean, I'm sure they feel the same way. So just a reminder out there to people, I mean, take the, what, what's it take you maybe five minutes to add that personal touch and to do that uh, can really make a, a difference to somebody. And I, I really encourage people to do that as well. We, as athletes go through adversity, it's a part of as you mentioned, you're going to lose games. You can't win everything. So I want to know about a moment of adversity and what lessons you learned, whether that was in your amateur career, uh, you know, when you were really young or even through high school or college. Was there like one specific moment that st- stands out to you? Yeah, man. Oof. Probably uh, there's a lot, a lot of moments I could I could mention, but uh, the biggest one that stands out to me, man, was actually uh, while I was in high school. Um, I knew I wanted to play Division One sports, and um, I had gotten hurt both my junior and senior year. So I've had very little game film to send out to coaches, and was just fighting for the opportunity. And so I mentioned that uh, I was a walk on at, at the University of Louisville to begin with. And how I even got that opportunity, man, I, I talk about handwritten letters. I sent uh, letters, emails, and um, just like a, a typed letter too, uh, to every single Division One school uh, when I was a senior in high school, literally just asking for an opportunity, telling them my story. Uh, man, I was busting my butt. I was training really early before school. I would train after school. Then I would go to practice. Um, so, man, I was, I was almost doing three days as a 16, 17-year-old kid. Um, looking back now, I'm like, geez, that was crazy. But um, <laughs> man, I just, I knew that's what I wanted to do. I knew that's the level of experience I wanted to have. And man, I, I sent a letter to every single division one school. Um, at the time there was 120 
And I only really heard back from about four or five of them. Um, so to face rejection that many times um, and just get, you know, no's and um, thanks for your interest and, you know, we're full and just over and over again, it just developed this chip on my shoulder um, to where when Louisville did, Louisville did respond and, and offer me that opportunity to come. It wasn't even an opportunity like, hey, you're part of the team. It's like opportunity. Hey, yeah, you can come try out. Um, but that's honestly, man, that's all I needed. That's all I needed. It was just just the glimpse, uh, just a a, a, a chance. Uh, and, and I you know, took it and, and ran with it. And man, ended up uh, getting put on scholarship and kind of the rest was history. But it just taught me uh, one a lot about myself, about my capacity and how much I could handle. But it also taught me, too. Um, that I was capable of far more than I ever thought I would. Man, when I got to Louisville, I was just excited to be on the team, you know, let alone, like, forget playing. I was just excited to be on the team, to be there. But then my mindset really started to shift in that I don't want to even, you know, focus on getting playing time. I don't even want to focus on uh, getting a scholarship. I really just want to focus on being the best I possibly can be. And I think that's better than a lot of people think, think that I could be. And so I really just developed kind of that, how do I say this? Almost that silence in my head or like not necessarily listening to other voices, obviously listening to credible voices, but blocking out voices that I didn't believe were credible. Um, and, and so, man, it just it serves me so well in business today because, you know, as an entrepreneur, there's always voices telling you that mm-hmm. you're not good. Your stuff isn't good. You know, your, your systems can be better. Your product's not elite or whatever, whatever you want to call it. So just to block out voices that, that aren't necessarily credible uh, to take the truth from from some of those voices, but to not dwell on it. Man, that just that was developed uh, in me at a young age from getting all those rejection letters. Uh, and it's it's just it was a tough experience, but I'm so glad I went through it uh, because now uh, it's almost like I almost see myself having an advantage over other people who didn't have that experience. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's just so it's unique, man. I, I count it counted a blessing. So that's a really interesting point to highlight a lot of us as athletes, when we're in competition, we're trying to limit that noise per se. And it may be crowd noise. It may be advice from coaches, our parents, anyone else that's willing to give it. And I come from more of a baseball background and, you know, if you are thinking too much in the box, you are setting yourself up for failure the, the easiest point that you can think of if you want to think in the box is see the ball, hit the ball. Like that's yeah. as easy as you can make it. And I think a lot of us, that's what we're trying to do is make really tough things, whether it's football, whether it's baseball, whether it's our careers, we're trying to take the really tough aspects and make them simpler or more efficient. Yeah. And yeah. we have to be able to identify who those credible voices are, who can really help us and who's taking us further away from the opportunities that we're looking for. Do you have a, I want to call it like a circle of safety, I guess. Do you have like a current group of people that you can count on at any given time to say like, Hey, I have this challenge right now. What do you think? Or, Hey, I'm struggling with this. What do you think? Or is it more you try to figure it out on your own and then go to the other people? What's your process for dealing with those things? Great question, man. Um, I think the the greatest thing I've done uh, as an entrepreneur isn't necessarily create this great product. It's not the business success or generated revenue, man. It's forming a team 
uh, and I formed a team, uh, one, because my vision was far greater than just me. But also, number two, I knew if, if this uh, vision was going to really go beyond me, it, it was going to take other people. Uh, so, man, I, I rely on my team so much and I give them so much credit uh, for what we do. And I really uh, try to say the word we and us and together mm-hmm. as much as I possibly can, because it is a team effort, even though, you know, now I could be uh, branded or described as a quote unquote, you know, speaker, motivational speaker, whatever you want to call it. But, man, it's just there's so many people who pour into me and my team being the, the number one. I just I can't say enough about them, whether it's like idea generation, whether it's all uh, each of us lifting each other up. Uh, man, we, we, we try to talk uh, almost daily if, if we can, because uh, it's, it's a remote team and how we how we do things is unique. But each of us have our own struggles. Each of us have our own vices. And I think we all sharpen each other. Uh, man, that's been it's been so great. And, and obviously, my my parents have been huge. My mother and stepfather have been huge uh, supporters uh, of, of myself, uh, really my whole life. But um, even more so kind of in this phase of life, I think, um, developing a deeper relationship with them has been, been really cool. Um, they've been, uh, just incredible, whether it's, uh, listening or, or even challenging me and providing perspective that I may not see. Uh, cause you know, you, you have those certain people who can really speak into your life and it's not coming from like a fan perspective. It's coming from a friend perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, Hey, I, I want you to do better. I want this for you. And so it's just been it's been great to have, you know, I can't uh, I can't thank uh, them enough. Yeah, I love that. And the we before me obviously resonates really, really highly. And just to have the the ability to know uh, and the empathy, I guess, to to realize that you're not the smartest person in the room and (laughs) that other people can really help you and sharpen you, like you said, uh, not only you, but your entire team and and just really take you to levels that you probably could never imagine on your own. That's really great to hear. Oh, absolutely, man. It's iron sharpens iron, man. You're only going to (laughs) go as far uh, as those who you surround yourself with. Yes. Um, And so I really, I honestly try to find people who are smarter than me, who are better than me, faster, bigger, stronger, whatever you, you, you name it. I try to find people who are doing it at a higher level than myself you know, and surrounding myself with them. Uh, but at the same time, too, I think I, I don't want to overlook the other piece of pouring back into other people and, and bringing people along with you. Uh, man, we had a cohort of uh, summer interns this past summer, and we have uh, a young intern right now uh, who's a current student athlete. And finding that person to pour into uh, uniquely, man, it, it makes you even better. And the beautiful thing about that is because you pour into them, trust is built, and they can even pour back into you in a way that uh, others might not be able to. Um, so it's just always fine. I, I call it leading in all directions, you know, having uh, people that you are lifting up, having people that are pulling you, uh, but also having those peers uh, walking beside you. Yeah, absolutely. You're not a leader unless the other people that you lead can become leaders themselves. Otherwise, you're, you're not doing your job. So yeah, yeah. Very cool. Tell us about Prime U. Give us uh, some rundown of what you're doing, some special projects, maybe things that you have coming up. Uh, I know you've been a really busy traveling lately, but would love for the listeners to hear more about Prime U and the things that you're doing. Yeah, man. Um, so Prime U, I'll, I'll go back to the beginning. I actually started in 2015. I was just a young, uh, hungry kid and, and had a passion for helping people. Like I mentioned, originally from Columbus, Ohio. Um, so it was in my hometown and um, saw a need 
for helping athletes develop off the field. And so I went to a couple local high schools and said to their athletic directors at the time, said, hey, you know, I'm Jared Barnes, former Ohio State football player. What can I do to help your athletes uh, develop? And a, a athletic director said, hey, I have a group of athletes who are ineligible and can't play. If you could help them raise their grades so they could play, they might have a chance um, to do something special. And I said, that's great. You know, all the opportunity I needed. Um, so, so I didn't really understand exactly what I was doing at the time, but just had this huge passion, man, a huge heart for, for people. And um, ended up doing a semester long program and, and raised their GPA um, significantly um, to the point where they could play. Uh, again, and, and be eligible for their sport. And that was really the, the seed planted uh, my studying for the next two and a half, almost three years, uh, where I think sometimes that's overlooked in the entrepreneurial process is everyone wants to talk about their launch and what they got going on right now. But man, I spent about two and a half, like I said, almost three years uh, studying research, listening, learning, um, observing, uh, shadowing, interning, uh, working for free, volunteering, doing all these different things uh, to where I could accelerate my learning process as much as I possibly could. Um, and so in, the, in January of this year, I uh, decided to launch Prime U uh, formally. And, and Prime U is, is really a play on words where we're helping uh, you become the best version of yourself and in turn reach your prime performance. Uh, so that's the, the story behind the name. Uh, but man, we work primarily with uh, collegiate student athletes and athletic departments. But we also uh, do a lot of work with young professionals in the workplace, um, just helping people find fulfillment in their jobs, helping them uh, become better, uh, whether it's process improvement or just purpose discovery. Um, that's really where my heart is, man. Um, so some cool things we've been working on lately. We had you mentioned, yeah, we have been on the road a lot. Uh, we, we've been doing almost a, a college tour this fall as we've really broken into to the market. I'm really excited about some things we got going on in October. Um, just some really really cool things of moving uh, not just in the collegiate athletic space, but also into the high school space, uh, man, and even breaking into the realm of professional sports. Um, and so uh, just just going above and beyond what I even thought was possible at this time has been so cool to see. Uh, but honestly, I got to point back to the team and being able to uh, provide that perspective, whether it's different distribution channels, whether it's an innovative approach uh, to marketing and different things we could do or um, connecting with people I didn't necessarily think about connecting to. Uh, so it's just been a, such a team effort to get things, you know, 10 months in business now, having touch points at the high school, collegiate and professional uh, levels is just it's unbelievable. And so I think sometimes I have to curb my own ambition uh, because I see for see it for, for what it could be. And I sometimes miss out on what it is right now. Man, I just I'm, I'm humble yet even more excited about what's to come. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, you helping others reach their prime prime you. Jared, if people want to get in touch with you or follow you, can you tell us about where they can find you? Yeah. Easiest way uh, is just our website, uh, www.primeu.org. Uh, U is the letter U. And then um, on Instagram and Twitter, uh, it's at Reach Your Prime uh, is our, our handle. And then uh, finally, if, if you ever wanted to just shoot me a message, shoot me an email. Uh, my email is Jared, J-A-R-R-O-D, at PrimeU.org. Always happy to connect with people, uh, whether that's, you know, like you and I have, Colin, and just uh, sharpening each other um, or, or, or whatsoever. So, man, just always open to, to helping people. That's That's what I do it for. Great. And as we do for all our guests, we'll make sure we get that information in the show notes so people can reference that as well. Jared, it's been awesome having you on today, talking 
about your journey and the things that you're doing, especially now with Prime U. That's such great work. And I'm really excited to keep following along and seeing the successes that you have. And I really appreciate you taking some time to come on today. Absolutely, man. This is, uh, this is, I think this is really exciting for me too, personally. I, I'm a firm believer. A good friend of mine, Cameron Mitchell at Grand Canyon University in, in Phoenix, Arizona, uh, has a phrase called the joy is in the journey. And I think as many opportunities as um, you know, I can personally, but as just, you know, we can together to find opportunities to connect with people uh, and, and share about what's going on in our lives. And most importantly, share the share the lessons. I think that just gives us joy, man. It gives us perspective and and uh, and hope, you know, and, and everything, because we're all busy. We all got our own uh, own set of problems, own set of issues. But, man, I'm just I'm excited because uh, there's there's hope in it. And it's definitely all about finding that joy in the journey. So thanks, Colin. I really appreciate it. Yeah, not a problem, Jared. Thank you again. Appreciate the time. Thanks again to Jared for hopping on the show today. Really insightful, really great stuff. I hope you guys took a lot away from that. And we'll have to have him back on again here sometime soon. This podcast episode was brought to you by Talent 409. Again, you guys know what we do here at Talent 409. We work with high school and collegiate level student athletes, coaches, administrators. Get in touch with us if you want to work together. This podcast is also brought to you by Taylor Digital. Taylor Digital is a virtual design company that helps solopreneurs get established online with a cohesive image so they can feel more confident in their business. Go to www.taylordigital.com today to set up your free consultation. I appreciate everyone taking some time to listen today. We'll be back next week with another solo pod and then the week after with another special guest appearance. Thanks for listening. Until next time, take it easy. Just find a place and play your